This is episode 70 for Tuesday, October 18th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be discussing Style 12C, English IPA. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back to Brew Styles. Hola. Hi. <laughs> Nice to be back. Always, yes. Travis, how's it going? Anything uh, interesting happen this week? Well, uh, we've got a holiday tomorrow, so i got a day off from work, yeah. and I've decided to make that a brew day. Sweet. Fantastic. Very excited about it. I'm going to go pick up ingredients, I guess, probably tomorrow, because I won't have time today. Yeah. They'll close early. But I'm planning on doing a Halloween IPA. Ah. Found the recipe in Gordon Strong's new book, Modern Hope Recipes. Halloween? Because it's blood red. It's blood oranges? No. It, <laughs> like, he has three different types of malts that you use, like one for mashing, and then another one you add at Vorloff, and then for the uh, the roasted barley, he just wants you to basically dip it in the water, the strike water, for two seconds until it turns red, then pull it out. So you got red strike water to start with. You could always use hibiscus, too. Interesting. Yeah. So Well, hibiscus impart a sweet flavor, too. Yeah, it would. It yeah, but it's got a ton of hops. Yeah, ton of a ton of hops. So that'll oh. be exciting. For a second cool. there, I thought you said biscuits. <laughs> yeah, you can use biscuits too. <laughs> That's what I thought too. <laughs> Have you ever had biscuits? <laughs> well, he did. Remember? I thought no. we already had this conversation. <laughs> and I've had biscuits with gravy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I'm gonna brew that because it'll probably go on around Halloween. And then nice. um, the other one, my wife, she has a new coworker this year. And he invited us over to a speakeasy party that he and his wife are hosting, which is going to be like, you know, 1920s setting, um, you know, wear like flapper dresses and zoot suits and all this stuff. So I asked if I could bring a homebrew beer and he's like, sure. So I'm going to bring a, a pre-prohibition or a, actually a Kentucky common. I brewed that once before. Turned out great. So I'm going to do that again. Right. Type cool. up a little sheet on, you know, what the beer is so that all the other guests know what they're drinking. Nice. So cool. And it'll fit the era. Yeah. So, what are speakeasies? Do you just speak easily the whole time? No, that was like the term for a uh, a bar that was selling illegal liquor during prohibition. Oh, okay. Like you could go into a building and then you knew the secret password and then like got the it, trap like, door opens and then yeah, you got the like Arlington College over here in, mm-hmm. on the hill. Okay, but they yeah. used to be like mm-hmm. in like a one of those and like they'd have poker and stuff and they had like a secret tunnel to escape. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. I've never been. So that's my plan for tomorrow. Cool. That's cool. cool. What are you cool. drinking right now? 
This would be your American IPA mm. in preparation for the beers we're drinking later. Total opposite of what I'm drinking now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it doesn't prepare me at all. Yeah, whatever. But I enjoy That's it. Okay. It's still an IPA. Awesome. Sawyer. Yes. How's it going, man? I am well. You need to do anything interesting beer related this week? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah. What I, are you drinking? Uh, currently nothing as I'm waiting for my first bill, beer. Wow. Bill? What? First bill? Oh, my first beer to Was chill. It cute? <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> no. I, I brought a nice beer for us to start with if we have time. Oh, She's okay. got huge so. mugs. <laughs> bill? And it has nothing to do with the style we're drinking today. So Interesting. Yes. All right. And you're not going to divulge any information there. Oh sure, I can. Oh, okay. if you'd I like for you me were, to. Well, I was just, yeah, no, you, I, you've been real like hush hush about it. You didn't tell us before we started what it was. No, I know. I, it was a last minute decision at uh, World Market. Uh, was, we we bumped into each other. Yeah, I oh. walked up to him. And I was like, <laughs> it was a nice "This bo- is Eddie." <laughs> it was a nice bonding moment. Yeah. No, I brought <laughs> <Was> Bill there. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, but Randall was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I brought the uh, Bishop Cider Company Crackberry. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I had that one before. Straight out of Dallas, Texas. You try my cranberry whenever you want. <laughs> sure can. Speaking of Eddie, <laughs> Hello. what's going on, Eddie? Uh, not too much. Still working on my house. Uh, I drink beer while I work on my house. That's cool. Lots of beer. What do you? What beer do you drink? Some uh, uh, neg- micheladas. Negra Modelo. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's actually been my. It, it reminds me a lot of Shiner Buck. So. Yeah, I mean, dark international lockers. dark lager. Yeah, so same kind of thing. Yeah, tastes good. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, I got a fridge to put my beer in. Uh, yeah, now I have a, a, a garage fridge, so okay. I moved the old one into the garage and got put the new one in. So time to start brewing, so you can start kegging. I could, or I could just put all of those stouts <laughs> that I have in my regular fridge. Yeah, that are taking up literally four shelves. Jeez, uh, put them into the old fridge. Yeah, I bet your wife will be happy to. Oh yeah, have all that beer out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's about all I've done. That's How cool. about you, Chris? You did anything well, beer related? Well, what What are you drinking? Eddie? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, this is uh, what, what is it called? It's a Hefeweizen. Oh, it is. Uh, yes. Oh, that's like super clear. It is. It's now a crystal Weizen. It's about to blow. <laughs> it tastes good. Probably is about to blow. I didn't know it was that clear already. I hadn't been drinking off of it very much. Yeah. What's the name like, of it? Uh, Nerf, Nerf Herder Hef. Dang, I can't come up with the name <laughs> off the top of my head. I'll come up with one. Yeah. So uh, if you can't tell by the dogs, um, Frado has just walked in the door. Oh, fantastic. Oh, we got another guest. Yeah. So. Well, you know, English IPA is his favorite uh, style. Is so, it really? Yeah. I so no I text him. Which, like, here he is. Hey, Frado. Frado. Just walked in the door. Wearing his <laughs> jazz band shirt. Nice shirt. <laughs> oh 30 days well chris what did you do this week yeah if anything uh just work that's, yeah, that's about it and drank your sorrows away right well that was last night um we we went out with uh it was just uh, me and a couple of people from work mm. we went to torchies and nice had some beers and like apparently torches. a shot that and then we came back here and kept drinking why do you say the word apparently because I didn't know that was going to happen. Okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there was a shot in front of me of tequila. Mm. Mm. I tequila. haven't done a shot in a long time. Well, I guess uh, it's my since my birthday. birthday. Bunch of people 
uh, I think someone just got shot. That was a live listen to his uh, yeah. his drinking last night at Torchy's. Uh huh. Yeah, it's been two months since you and Travis both had several yeah. shots of tequila. But then before that, it had been years, I think. But anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, I was up till three o'clock drinking last night. So I am currently drinking water. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was a glass of vodka. It's like, whoa, he's going hard. All yeah. right. <laughs> now I'm currently drinking water. I am drinking it out of my rabbit hole 10 and 6 glass, however. Oh. In preparation for our style today. Yeah. <laughs> Fredo, how have you been, sir? Busy. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the rest of us. How long has it been since you brewed, Fredo? Mm. <laughs> Well, there's a Saison sitting in secondary for God knows how long now. <laughs> and there's a bag of grain for, believe it or not, an English IPA. Oh, that's ah. been sitting on top of my piano for God knows how long now. Did you over br- the piano? Did you brew over the summer? Yeah. Okay. That's, so. that's the Saison and whatever else I just blew. I haven't brewed since the last time I brewed with Sample. And we had that like small quasi-house party. Oh. Yeah. No, I I made Bald Eagle this summer. We just, you know, I took it to Galveston and we drank it over a weekend. So, Oh, my that gosh. Was that. Right. <laughs> right, right. That's cool. I remember you knocking it out pretty quick. Yeah. You mentioning how it was. It was done for. Yeah. Yeah. I got to start brewing soon. Yep. Eventually. Mm-hmm. I have to sell something. <laughs> Maybe uh, your second house. Your soul. <laughs> Maybe. Probably my soul. That's anyway. probably a better option. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are we talking about cool. today? Uh, well, well, we've mentioned it several times already, so I guess... <laughs> Subscribe. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks to our listeners. Uh, <laughs> Can you be a little more enthusiastic with your... Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks to our listeners. Um, <laughs> thanks to our listeners. <laughs> no, thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe, as Chrissy has already said. Subscribe. Yeah. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Facebook. We're on the interwebs. We're on... Uh, what else we on Stitcher? We're on everything. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. Yeah. We're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and don't forget to write a review. Yes. We did get a new one this week, and it was very constructive. It we was. definitely appreciate your thoughts and opinions. Um, it helps us get better and yep. make all, all these episodes better week by week. So, uh, yeah. definitely thank you. However, that person did not tell us what style they would like for us to talk about next. So, just remember, if you leave us a review and you say, hey, I want to hear this style, then we'll... We'll do that one yeah. as soon as we can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, Sawyer. So, uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about uh, Style 12C, the English IPA. I'm sorry, IBA. Since I said IPU, uh, so I'm switching up letters. Okay. No. Okay. No. All right. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, Eddie, you might want to check on our beer pretty soon. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's uh, in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go do that right now. Okay. That's, that's what I walked in the door, and Sawyer's like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, don't forget those in there. <laughs> the I've first thing I see is I walk in, and Sawyer putting beer in the freezer. Oh, no. It's been in there. I was just checking on it. Uh, so the overall impression, a hoppy, moderately strong, very well attenuated pale British ale with a dry finish and a hoppy aroma and flavor. Classic British ingredients provide the best flavor profile. Questions yet? No. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> just just making sure. Aroma. Hey, I have a question. Hey, don't interrupt yourself. Oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, okay, aroma. 
a moderate to moderately high hop aroma of floral, spicy, peppery, or citrus orange in nat- oh, or citrus orange in nature is typical. A slightly grassy, dry hop aroma is acceptable but not required. A moderately low caramel-like or toasty malt presence is optional. Low to moderate fruitiness is acceptable. Some versions may have a sulfury note, although this character is not mandatory. Sulfur. Sulfur. Gross. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to stink. Keeps the ticks away. Yeah. And so just chiggers. pour some yeah. 10 and 6 on them? On the ground around you? No. Hey. That's a waste of 10 and 6. I sure. would smell delicious. They should make like a, a English IPA scented candle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, That's this reminds idea. me of, like, Grandma's Bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Appearance. Color ranges from golden to deep amber, but most are fairly pale. Should be clear, although unfiltered dry hop versions may be a bit hazy. Moderate size, persistent headstand with off-white color. Why do they say headstand now? Is that new? Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. Is that, like, keg stand? Uh, Maybe. You're supposed Should to we, drink your beer upside down. Maybe. We'll try that later. That'd maybe. be fun. No, we won't. Oh, okay. Oh. While shotgunning. It's <laughs> hard to do out of a refrigerator retrofitted with tap handles. <laughs> <laughs> That'd actually be interesting to see. <laughs> Just upside down on the fridge like, ooh. <laughs> it's like drinking from the, the faucet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> flavor. Hop flavor is medium to high with a moderate to assertive hop bitterness. The hop flavor should be similar to the aroma of floral, spicy, peppery, citrus, orange, and or slightly grassy. Malt flavor should be medium, uh, medium low to medium and be somewhat bready, optionally with light to medium light biscuit-like, hey, toasty, toffee-like, and or caramelly aspects. Medium low to medium fruitiness. Finish is medium dry to very dry, and the bitterness may linger into the aftertaste but should not be harsh. The balance is toward the hops, but the malt should still be noticeable in support. If high sulfate water is used, a distinctively minerally dry finish, some sulfur flavor, and a lingering bitterness are usually present. Some clean alcohol flavor can be noted in stronger versions. Oak is inappropriate in this style. So no oak-aged English IPAs. Right. (laughs) We don't want your oak. Well, it's important that they note that because, you know, traditionally all of these beers were cast conditioned. And so if someone's trying to recreate that and oak age it, well, they're saying that it, that would be inappropriate for this style now, not in the historical sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Makes uh, sense. The only reason why they put that in there. Sure. So what kind of uh, hops do you get in an English IPA? Are there giggles? Uh, I would imagine so. <laughs> Frodo, it's your favorite style. Yeah. Fuggles. We're going to talk about beers that have lots of giggles. <laughs> Target. Thanks, Stay on Target. EKG. Yeah. Cool. Lots KG. of earthy, G. dirty hops. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, and then finally the mouthfeel. Smooth, medium light to medium bodied mouthfeel without hop derived astringency. Although moderate to medium high carbonation can combine to render an overall dry sensation despite a supportive malt presence. A low, smooth alcohol warming can be and should be sensed in stronger, but not all, versions. Mouthfeel. <laughs> uh, the, uh, 
the vital uh, statistics. Uh, your original gangster is ten fifty to ten seventy five. Your IPUs are forty to sixty. Final gangster is ten ten to ten eighteen. SRM six to fourteen, and ABV five point zero to seven point five percent. And these are your uh, style guidelines. How does this compare to the American IPA? Which you can find that in the style oh, comparison there it is. section. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> I forgot about the style comparison. I had to look up. Okay. The style comparison says generally we'll have more finish hops and less fruitiness and or caramel than British pale ales and bitters. Has less hop intensity and a more pronounced malt flavor than typical American versions. And the overall hop flavor character is going to be completely different. American, right. you get, you know, citrusy, piney, all that kind of, you know, really bright flavors. Mm-hmm. It's in your face. Yeah, the, the English version is going to be, you know... More malt forward, like that's like that they just said, and earthy, you know, dirty, grassy kind of hops. Yeah. See, yeah. but they mentioned citrus orange in both the aroma and the flavor section for yeah. this style, and they, that was surprising. Yeah. They do, but I don't think that's going to be a huge flavor profile. Yeah, but yeah. it's not piney or resiny. Right. Those are you know the hallmarks of the Pacific Northwest hops. Right. Right. But citrus you can get. So that was something Maybe I didn't in, expect. Maybe in low amounts, I guess. I don't know. Because it's still supposed to be more malt forward. I guess we'll find out in our uh, uh, English style or English IPA styles and not, uh, you know, actually IPAs from England or Europe. Whatever. Yeah, because we do have one one commercial example on the list. Yeah. Um, cool. I don't know that I've actually seen any of these other ones. Well, which one did we have? I can't remember. Actually, no, we don't have... We don't have Sorry, any. Travis. I thought the one you brought was a commercial example, but it's not. I'm surprised it's not on the list because it's pretty widely distributed. And right. That's what they look for. So, anyway, we can talk about that later. But <laughs> See, I was expecting to see a Fuller's because we get a lot of Fuller's stuff, but I I couldn't find it. Because yeah. the Fuller's Bingle Lancer IPA is on the uh, commercial example list. But Well, we do have the uh, Sam Smith and the Guinness. So Yeah, well, we'll have some... A good variety of, of beers to drink. So, yeah. Why don't you go set us up with some of that crackberry? Yeah, I'll be right back. While we move on to our next segment, which is affectionately known as... Oh, it's God. history and a hat. Double oh. H, it's history and a hat. Oh it's great, it's history and a hat. Hooray, it's history and a hat. Today! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I added that little part at the end. Been a while since we've done the segment. Was the oh my gosh from right now, or did you program the oh my gosh in with it too? No, that was that from was the original the recording. recording. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, if you is have your, forgotten, is that your nasty hat? Yes. Oh. This is my soon to be retired nasty hat because I would like to replace my revolver hat with um, something local and craft. <laughs> well, that's one of those things. It's local. It's no longer craft. Actually, I did hear that uh, Big Beer News, that as of what? (laughs) I've already retired this hat twice, and it keeps coming back. (laughs) It's even worse, I bet. Yeah, probably. As of this weekend, um, AB InBev officially purchased SAB Miller. Yeah. And so they became a mega company. Yeah. But the conditions on purchasing, they had to sell off all their American assets so that it wouldn't be an antitrust suit. So uh, Miller in America is now produced by Molson Coors, 
which, and which was already kind of sort of happening. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, we don't really we won't really see a change, but uh, Anheuser Busch now owns all of the international holdings that SAB Miller had. Interesting. So that's a pretty which big was thing. Wow, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> massive. Um. So I have. A, a magazine with me. I have two subscriptions at home to beer magazines. One would be Zymergy, and that comes with the uh, American Homebrew Association membership that I have. And then I also, thank you, I saw you pour some crack into my cup. Very. Very. Into your IPA cup. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a hoppy. Yes. Hoppy cider. Thank you, sir. Uh, I also have a subscription to Brew Your Own magazine. And I realized very quickly that I don't read these as fast as they come in, so they started stacking up. So what I decided to do is just toss one on the back of the toilet, and then I read an article a day, (laughs) if you get my drift. Uh, But this was uh, the September 2015 edition of Brew Your Own. And in it, I read a really neat article. This is an article called (laughs) Brewing British IPA. It was written by Terry Foster. And you can find this uh, currently online for free on BYO.com. It's in the September 2015 edition. But uh, in this, he talks about the history of the British IPA and also gives a few recipes. But um, I wanted to read the first paragraph because he provides the common story that most people have grown up with about learning the history of the IPA and where it comes from. All right. Okay, we need to talk. We need to pause to talk about Chris's face that he just made <laughs> after drinking this crackberry cider. No, we can talk about that in a second. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So the first paragraph, he tells the story about you know what we've all heard and come to know, and then he also describes three falsehoods in there. And so, in my nasty ready hat, I have those three lies, and we're going to talk about them. But first, I would like to read the first paragraph verbatim again this is brewing british ipa by terry foster we all know what we mean by british ipa don't we it was a pale relatively low alcohol highly hopped beer that the thirsty soldiers of the british army in india relished in the hot climate of the subcontinent it was first exported to india for the army around 1790 by george hodgkin hodgson a brewer from bow in east london hodgson Hod, Hodge, it's not Hodges, it's not Hodgkin, it's like Hodge, Hodgson. Hodgson, there we go. Hodgson, I'm going to cut all this out and make myself look really smart. Hodgson was the first to have the idea that a high hop rate would help to preserve the beer during several months' voyage to India, and brewed such a beer especially for export to India. His idea was later taken on by the brewers on Burton-on-Trent, notably Bass, which became England's largest brewer on the back of IPA. So... In that paragraph, there were three lies. Sawyer. Sure. Tell me what one of them were. As one he gingerly, one of them was, gingerly reaches into the hat. See, what happened was, all right. Well, this one's kind of long. Hodgson. Said. There we go. Hodgson. <laughs> oh, yay. The music. I need to back music. <laughs> Hodgson was the first to have the idea that a high hop rate would help to preserve the beer during the several months voyage to India. Wrong! (laughs) But thanks for playing. Hodgson was not the first brewer to realize that high hop rates would help to preserve the beer on the long sea voyages. In fact, 
That idea goes right back to the days when hops were first introduced to England and brewers found that hopped beer kept better than unhopped ale. Even as late as the 20th century, hops were rated with a preservative value determined by a formula involving both alpha and beta acids. So that was something that I definitely heard that they hopped the crap out of it and realized, hey, it's still still good. But that was apparently not true. Interesting. Mm. Eddie, please Eddie draw Mordo. the next line. Let's see. All right. This was pretty short. I'm sorry. It was first exported to India for the army around 1790. Oh. Wrong again. There was no British army in India at that time. What troops there were in India were those of the East India Company and were mostly Indian natives. The company was essentially a joint stock company independent of the British government. It began purely as a trading company, but came to effectively rule India both militarily and administratively after 1754. Consequently, the company had large numbers of civilian employees, and it was generally these administrators who drank Hodgkin's Pale Ale. They and the expatriate company troops also drank porter, a good deal of it from Hodgkin, but it also came from other brewers. Hmm. Well. So, there was no army at the time in India. And the final lie. I didn't touch the hat. Yay. This one's moderately long. Ha. <laughs> Hodgson brewed this pale, relatively low alcohol, highly hopped beer, especially for export to India. Also wrong. In fact, the beer was brought was bought in London by the captains of the company ships who resold it to the Indian civilian market. It was in fact a private business run on the side by the captains for their own and not the company's profit. An important reason for them taking Hodgkin's beer was that his brewery lay within a mile or two of the moorings of the company's ships. A second important reason was that Hodgkin gave the captains long lines of credit as much as a year or more. There's evidence that Hodgkin was not the first to ship Palo to India, and that another unknown brewer sent such beer there a few years before Hodgkin got in on the act. And none of this pale ale was relatively low in alcohol. For it was actually October Ale, a strong brew perhaps as high as 10 to 12% ABV. As such, it may not have been as highly hopped as IPA came to be in the 19th century. So, three interesting, uh, interesting things that I had always heard about the story of how IPA came to be. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Terry Foster, the guy that wrote this article, disproves those. And it's a really neat article. Uh, I encourage you and all of you listening to go to BYO.com and check it out. It's online for free. And uh, he goes on to talk about kind of how the IPA came about, uh, its history in the British market where the railway came about so the, uh, the Bass Company could really distribute it quickly and get fresh IPA out to everyone uh, but then in the turn of the 20th century, with the change in the tax code, the higher the alcohol, the more it was taxed. And so they started to just bring it down to the low alcohol level, but still kept the name IPA. So that's why the uh, English IPAs are typically lower in alcohol, historically speaking. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for that, Travis. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 
it drives me nuts that you cut it off right before the brake strain. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Yeah, da, 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 da. Sorry. You get no uh, no satisfaction. <laughs> I kept waiting for it and yeah. it kept going away. Musical blue balls, here we are. <laughs> Welcome to Brew Styles. <laughs> All right, Sawyer. Welcome to Brew Styles. Our sister podcast, Turnery Form Styles. <laughs> so, what we all have in front of us now, well, did have in front of us uh, for some. Fredo just killed it. Yeah, uh, this is the uh, Bishop Cider Company Crackberry. Um, and uh, it says on the can, <clears throat> Stripped of all other nonsense, Crackberry is a perfect pairing of flavors, tart and sweet, joining forces to create a colorful, well-balanced cider. Frankly, we're over the moon for it. And then, this is actually kind of funny too, I'm going to read this. Uh, you probably remember William Wallace as the fearless knight who bared it all in the name of the, wow, in the name of Scottish independence. There we go. Ultimately, he failed to save his own skin, but he did successfully lead the rebellion against England. That's worthy of another round. No? That's what it says. What? I thought that was kind of funny. Really confused as to why that's on the brewery. Really confused as to why that's on the can. Me too, but I just thought I'd read it since it was on there. Anyway. So this is um, a 6% ABV. I had this before at Hooligans last July. Oh. <laughs> Don't know why, but I did. Yeah, this is my first time. It's I good. feel like I had this before at Bishop's Cidery. Maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll see. I like it, but I can only drink one can of it. No yeah, more. it's pretty sweet, yeah. pretty tart. It tastes like cranberry juice. No, at the Oak Street Draft House. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I've been to Denton. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, yeah. It's pretty tart, pretty sweet. And purple. The taste is awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> he likes it. You heard it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, finish off our crackberry and get to our IPA berry. <laughs> Beer? We're going to start off with one that actually is not on the commercial example list but in my opinion it should be even though i've never had it <laughs> but that's still my opinion just because it's from sam smith and no one can tell me i'm wrong yes this is from samuel smith which is from tadcaster united kingdom it's the old brewery it is the old brewery mm-hmm. this is their india ale um and it is a uh award-winning india ale it was awarded the gold medal in 1896. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that was the last, last one was <laughs> so, um, Is it the, the only one in 1896? I don't know, but they put that prominently on the label. Well, and okay. it took them a little while to get there because apparently it was the well they brew with was originally from 1758. Wow. <laughs> Dang. Took them about 100 years to get an award, and then in the next 100 years they hadn't gotten one. Yep. And so they still use the water from that well. Uh, the hard water being drawn from 85 feet underground. Malted barley, hops, and yeast fermented in open-topped stone Yorkshire squares to create an exceptionally full-flavored 
flavored with a U. Complex ale with an abundance of maltiness and fruity hop character. This is a firmly hopped, elegantly balanced, authentic English India pale ale. 5% for your enjoyment. Cool. Let's drink it. So, yeah. This the is first taste is with your eyes. Pretty, pretty clear. Yeah. Um, more of a goldish color? Let's say kind of copper. I'm seeing orange. Yeah, it's orange. Like orange copper. Oh, hold on. The lamp color. Actually, versus... it's pretty similar. Yeah. It's just a little darker against the lamp than the natural light, but the color is the same. Nice carbonation. Tight bubbles. Is it standing head? Uh, well, let me let me just stand <laughs> on my head and see if it is. I can definitely yeah. smell some bitterness, um, but there's a, a good malty backbone there. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. It smells pretty good. Yeah, in no way would this be confused with American IPA. No. Just on the first sniff. Nope. No. I've never actually I've no. never had an English IPA. So really? I've never smelled this before. You've never had have? 10 and 6? Oh, I did have 10 and 6. I did. Yeah. yeah. Now 10 and 6 is labeled an English pale ale because they had a bunch of consumers that were confused. They bought oh. it seeing IPA in the label and then got angry when it wasn't like <laughs> resinous and piney and uneducated. But didn't it say English IPA? I think it did originally. That, but uneducated well, people the craft beer movement is evolving they're, com- they're coming in drinking their Keurig Lat and you know I don't know why they pick an idea they, they see the English and you know it, it, they expect it to be the same they expect Beachwood and everything yeah anyway <laughs> moving back to the India Ale it smells good yeah it's just like it's a very soft subtle aroma it's very toasty not in your face at all definitely get like some uh, like biscuit Biscuity notes, yeah, I was thinking that too. It's a nice thin yeah. body. Yeah. Uh, it's not like real full. No. You know, it's actually a little more bitter, mouthfeel bitter, than I was anticipating. Yeah. Did, did it mention, sorry, I, I don't remember, did they mention anything like licorice in the no taste? Because I, I think I get something like licorice. They, mm. they mentioned caramel and then uh, orange citrus or citrus May, It must be the caramel then, because I get something sweet, uh... I, I would say licorice, but caramel makes sense. Um, it's kind of overly toasted caramel for me. Yeah, okay. I, I okay. would agree with that, Fredo. Yeah. What about the uh, the hop the character? The hops like aren't real huge, okay. um, but they're no. definitely there because I can feel it on my tongue. Probably not. You know. <laughs> um, the second day. It's hard to really say, to be honest, because it's not you know just a huge hop profile. No, like that. It's not the kind of hop that bites you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's. It's not real pungent. Right. Yeah. That's good. I like it. So are we not at the tasting part yet? Are we just sniffing? I guess we've... I believe we are tasting. tasting. Interesting. It's definitely got a nice malty Mm. back end. Malty sweetness. Yeah. Which balances it nicely. Um, it's a little metallic. You think so? A little bit. I don't get it. I think that's the bitterness. That I think that would be the uh, the water content, the yeah. minerally. Oh, oh the sulfate. of the uh, yeah. You start with the hard water. Yeah, probably right. And the hops have probably faded off because it's probably being from England. It's probably nowhere near fresh. No right. date on the bottle, so can't tell. Did well, you? there's a. It says S D O two O one. Yeah, the second day in San Diego, two thousand one. <laughs> what about South Dakota? Yeah, I was thinking um, South Dakota. If it was the second day of South Dakota, let's call Sir Car and ask him. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> that was me. Yeah. So do they still brew out of that well? That's what it says, doesn't it? Uh, According to the label, yes. Yeah. They I still wonder if that's dropping there. Hmm. I do find it interesting that it says uh, the old brewery in Tadcaster, contractor to Her <laughs> Majesty Queen Victoria's forces. Oh. <laughs> so as far as like the hop flavor, I'm pulling more of like a grassy kind of earthy as opposed to um, no really citrus orange or spicy notes. Those are the other ones listed in the guidelines. It could have been. Yeah. But it's more just kind of real natural earthy. That's really grassy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Sorry. I kind of get a little bit of citrus. <laughs> just just okay. a hair. Just a bit? Just a hair. Yeah, but... I, hmm. Because I, I I agree with you, they do taste kind of dirty, but just this at the, uh, I do pick up the the citrus bite on the tongue. Hmm. Did it say something about hop derived astringency? Yeah, it did. Um, did it say that's inappropriate or? I want to say that it said it's inappropriate. Let me look again. Because I do get a little bit of astringency. Uno momento por favor. But I don't know if that would be. I would assume from the hops because there's not a whole lot of you know dark roasted toasted yeah um, uh, grains. I would I would assume. I think that compounded with the the hard water would um, maybe it's a water derived astringency. <laughs> not that I've ever heard of anything like that. But do you I think mean, the the copper uh, from the the what is the wort chiller the chiller yeah do, do you think that leaves any taste in the uh, beer? I use a copper wart chiller. Me too. I've never noticed anything. I didn't notice a difference when I went from ice bags in a sink to copper. Okay. Okay, fair enough. I think copper is pretty neutral. Okay. I mean, mean, that's that's what all our water lines are made of anyway, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also the water's flowing through there pretty consistently. If if it sits there for months in copper, then yeah, yeah, you'd probably get some from it. Then it tastes like pennies. Yeah. Like what? Pennies, blood, <laughs> like JC Pennies. You go shopping, oh. yeah. So perfume, wool coats, and ladies with too much makeup. I know it did say something about astringency, but I uh, can't find it. How many different yeah. Sawyer laughs do you have on there? Don't play them all. <laughs> hey, Brad is that one. <laughs> yeah, but then Sawyer goes for an additional like ten seconds beyond everyone else. Anyway, okay. well, we can move on. I... Yeah, this is. I guess I really haven't spent much time with the English IPA category before because this is uh, obviously very different from American IPA. It's it's not bad. It's just. Wasn't what I was expecting, I guess. I found it. I'm not quite I, I sure how to. I didn't even bed. know what to expect, but I mean, well, obviously from what we read in the, again, the, the mm-hmm. guidelines. But what's up? Okay, I found that thing about astringency. Yeah. All right, and actually, I found it under mouthfeel. Um, smooth, medium, light to medium bodied mouthfeel without hop derived astringency. Without. Without. Okay. So. Well, I do get some in this example. 
So I I don't know. Hmm. Does anybody else get astringency? Not that I would. Hmm. Uh, not worth noting on a judge sheet. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that I could tell you which astringency was hop derived. Yeah, me either. Well, See. with this not being a dark style that has a lot of you know roasted grains, it, oh, it would either have to be. <laughs> Oh. Hello. <laughs> it would either have to be um, something hop derived, or I guess the water but could make a big difference too. Mm-hmm. So cool. I don't know. It's supposed to be like extra hard water. Yeah. Like that's what she said. I mean, it, you know, one of the things that James talked about in our class is if you're going to brew an English style or a Scottish style or something, and you want it to be as close as possible, you have to, you know. RO your water and then treat it mm-hmm. based on the water profile for that area. So water has a huge impact on the overall taste of your of your beer. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. I so, felt that with all the German examples we had last week for German Leisch beer. Yeah. They they all have this same similar kind of characteristic to them that I attribute to German water and without it it wouldn't be a German Pilsner or a German Helles or anything. Right. Just like the the mossy character that you get out of uh, Scottish beer, mm. that slight mossy smoked, not peated, not peated. Five palatability rating. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna go with like a six. Yeah, seven. Yeah, I was gonna say six as well. I'm actually stuck between six and seven, so six and a half. Yeah, point three one four six pi. I'll lowball it and say five, <laughs> so that way we don't have six six six. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that was close. We almost... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what's next? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Me too. This is the Deep Ellum... I- no, it's this is the Goose Island IPA, actually. And I was shocked to learn that the Goose Island IPA was, in fact, a English mm-hmm. IPA. And yes, it is. It was actually has been entered in the Great American Beer Festival, which is happening right now as Actually, we record. That was over. I want to go. Oh. I think well, it ended. It ended yesterday. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it's already been done a long time ago, yeah. so it sucks for you. But it was actually entered the category of English style India Pale Ale in two thousand two. Man, that's tiny letters wait. Twenty twelve gold, two thousand nine silver, two thousand seven silver 2004 silver, 2001 bronze, 2000 gold. So it's a um, yeah. multiple-year award-winning English IPA from Goose Island. It has been bottled on uh, September 5th, last month. So nice. this is about as fresh as it gets, 5.9% alcohol. This has always been one of my go-to IPAs when I'm out because you know Goose Island is uh, pretty well distributed, and so you see it in a lot of places. Yeah. So, you know, I... I, I like this one a lot. I would have assumed it's an American IPA. Yeah, that's. I was Goose surprised. Island based in Chicago, owned by a Belgian company. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to see that it was English, also, but very clear, lighter in color yeah. than the uh, previous one. I think this yeah, one's yellow, okay. a golden. This one's yeah, gold. this one's kind of a golden yellow, dark gold. Oh, oh my gosh, it's pink. No, no, no that was no, no. Even then, the last one we or the one we had earlier was purple. Not purple. No, this one, there's a lot more hops in the aroma. Yeah. A lot, a lot of bitterness. Um, almost like an American. Yeah, you would have... But the, it's not like a piney... 
No, it's not. It's more of a soft punch in the face instead of a hard punch. (laughs) Like a slap. Yeah. Tap in the face. Yeah. Slap in the face. (laughs) I do get some some citrus in the flavor. A little bit, yeah. Mm, This tastes like American. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I would. It's it's earthy and dirty enough, I think. It's got a little more bite from that citrusy. Yeah. Yeah. This one doesn't have a whole lot of malty backbone like the last one did. No. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit lighter in color also. The um, people so trying to clone this are using a lot of MO on the grain and some fuggles towards the end with some goldings, but they're using a lot of Cascade and a lot of Centennial. What is MO? Maris Otter. Oh, okay. It's a English base malt. Gotcha. Yeah. Jeez. Mo. I mean, I, every <laughs> everything that I've used Maris Otter in, I've really liked, and Golden Promise is also a good one. Um. You said EKG? Uh, Styrian on that particular okay. recipe, but, you know. And it does surprise me there's so much Cascade in those recipes. Yeah, but Cascade. Well, Fuggles is a derivative of Cascade. Sorry, Cascade is a derivative of Fuggles. No, hey. I, 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 this is confusing. I, I wouldn't... If, if you were to hand me this and ask me if it's English or American, I would say American. I would, too. Right away. Um, I think it's they, too dirty. Usually, American IPAs finish real clean, and it's super citrusy and piney. This is not I, that. I get a lot of bitterness, like if it was citrusy well, and piney. it's an IPA bitterness. No, no yes, a different bitterness from the, the just from the Samuel Smith to this one. It's completely different bitterness. I, I, I concur. Now, what do you uh, mean by dirty, though? I mean, can we clarify that? Sticks. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the English, a lot of the English hops are going to be earthy. And dirty. That's what they're called. Just because it's. It I, doesn't finish clean. I just burped and it tastes like pine. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get that in this. So, yeah, here we go from Goose Island themselves. They're using Cascade, Cilia, which I don't know what is, Centennial, Pilgrim, which I don't know what is. Hello, Pilgrim. S- <laughs> <laughs> you made a beer for Goose Island, Pilgrim. That's a drop. <laughs> We do need one. And Styrian Golding. So there is one British hop that I can pick out of there. I don't know what Celia and Pilgrim are, but yeah. But it got gold and silvers for English IPA. Yeah, that's weird. See, I get what he's saying though that it's like it's a dirty finish, which is basically an uh, intangible comment. You know, yes, I get it. It's kind of dirty, but it's. And then how do you describe it? Well, It's, it's it's hard to describe. Yeah. It, it just doesn't have like the clean, the, the clean crispness that you would expect from something like an American IPA. Part of that's the grain bill. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really dry too. Uh, definitely, yeah. like would be a, a, an English style yeast, I would assume. You know, it's been filtered, obviously, very clear. Mm-hmm. But um, did any of those recipes mention what yeast they were using? Uh, English. Fail. Okay, so yeah, I that's go gonna to that's gonna change it too, pretty significantly. Cecilia is a uh, Styrian golden. Uh, now I will say that Cecilia is a British shop. Okay, I will say that I like this beer. Um, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. It, I would, it's still a good beer. I like. I it. would drink this in the uh, <laughs> again in, in the guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> I had to finish my sentence. Sorry. <laughs> I can drink this all night. 
<laughs> in the guidelines, the characteristic ingredients are listed as pale ale malt. So that would be a probably continental style pale Pilgrim ale. Is a, Pilgrim is a target substitute. So yeah, half those are they're just English hops that we don't know. English hops are traditional, particularly as finishing hops. Attenuate of British ale yeast. Refined sugar may be used in some versions. Some versions may show a sulfate character from Burton-type water, but this is not essential to the style. So, yeah, any kind of... I mean, it still says that we can get citrus. Citrus orange is allowable. Fuggles will give you a little bit of orange. Hmm. I guess it's been a long time since I've had a beer that has spotlighted Fuggles. I've got six ounces of it in the fridge. I just need to use it. Our Fuggles IPA experiment, I don't think, was successful. Oh, I loved it. I drank all yeah, of it. I, I drank yours and mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fredo, you being the the lover of English IPAs that you are, would you categorize this one as English? I wouldn't have immediately. Just because your first thought on it's all citrus. Right. And that's not what I'm expecting. Yeah, but, it's almost like an old American IPA. One yeah. Six months age, so most of the hop in- intensity has dropped off, but you still get a little bit of the of the residual effects from it. But this one's pretty fresh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, as of our recording date, it's basically a month old from it's bottling date. The freshest one we'll have today. And on the on the label, it says Goose Island beer is best within 180 days of the bottled on date. So we are well within that. But they used <laughs> a lot of Cascade in there. Yeah. Which I guess is a Fuggles derivative, but I mean it's Americanized. Mm. That's why it's a whole different brand now. But mm. okay, five point nine percent also, and that was more. What Samuel Smith was five. Yes, so a little bit higher, but not. not this is kind of the the first style that's really eluding us. That it's like you know we can't say oh I like this or oh I don't like this. It's just like well. <laughs> Well, see, I do like them. Yeah. I haven't disliked either of these, but it's just hard to pinpoint, I think, exactly what defines it as English because we're still getting a lot of those citrus notes in, in both of these, actually. So what do you like about it then? I mean, is there something I, you can specifically say? Okay, so there's a time and a place for the really clean finishing American IPA. Like if it's really hot outside and you want something refreshing... That's kind of what I go for, that or the, the pale ale. Yes. This is more like a I'm going to sit down and have dinner kind of IPA. Okay. If that makes sense. Kind of like a dark wine. Yes. Yeah. Red sure. Wine. <laughs> I mean, it's there's more going on. It's got more depth in the, the flavor profile because of the, the malty um, backbone that it has. That's Malty, malty backbone is not really something that's being showcased in an American IPA. You're not going to get the biscuity, the toasty, the bready stuff going on. Full-bodied and malty. <laughs> so, so that's kind of what I'm. My thought process is okay. behind it. Pass that around. So, on a side note, real quick, uh, this no, it's completely beer related. I had a friend of mine who was at GABF, mm-hmm. and uh, she met Sam. Oh, look! Is that young beer that he has? <laughs> <laughs> this is Wurt or young beer. <laughs> Five palatability rating. I can't read exactly what's going on on his name tag, but he has a Six. piece of cardboard duct tape to his name tag, and it says "High five, sorry," and then something. But Travis, before we go on the palatability, oh, um, let's play it in reverse. My, 
Let's try. Um, having said what I said about the difference between American and English, what are your thoughts? As far as like this particular one, or well, just in general, like like you asked me. No, no, no. I, I mean, what you said was right. Oh, okay. There, there are many times when you just you find yourself craving a very crisp, hoppy, resinous, piney IPA. Uh, I find myself liking that all the time. Uh, it wasn't like that in the beginning, but once right. I came around to the style, and now it's something oh, that I this, desire. This tastes like Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. oh, this is awful. And, I like Christmas trees. <laughs> and those flavors stand out. They are very poignant. It's right. the first thing you get. It's the last thing you get because it just it lasts. This one is, uh, I guess this one and the last one, they have been less obtrusive. Yeah. But in a positive way, that's kind of a negative connotative word. But It's almost always softer. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. So this one's kind of more of a, uh, I mean, like the English, like their their session beers, and even though this is a five point nine, the flavor itself, you could just kind of sit around and drink it and, and talk to other people while you're drinking it, and not necessarily have to focus on what you're drinking, why or what it tastes like. And this specific one, the Goose, is um, drier than the Sam Smith, I think, Definitely. by a long shot. Yep. Yes. So that that really changes the overall impression of it. I, if I had one qualm about this one, it would be that it's too dry. I wish it did finish a little softer. Hmm. Nope. You disagree? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. And and for the exact same reasons, so I don't really have anything to say about okay. it. Okay. I could say the exact same thing you did, and just with a different right happiness to it. So you, do you like this one? Uh huh. As an English? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I like the the previous one better yeah. as an English. Yeah, I think so too. Me too. Yeah. My palatability rating. <laughs> Six. Five. Seven. Again. I'm going to go down to five for this one just because of the dryness. This one's higher for me, six. Because I like IPAs, American IPAs, and this one is closer to that than English. But it's not Compared a, it's not a style comparison no, 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 rating. No. It's a poundability no, no, no. rating. <laughs> <laughs> but I can pound those easier than most. Okay. Eddie? I said six. Oh, okay, I didn't hear you. See. All right, what's next? This is Eddie. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get a little more local here and drink something from RAR. This is the Storm Cloud IPA. And mm. it's actually, you know... I've always heard this is an English IPA, but then I just looked at it untapped and it's called an American. So maybe someone misclassified it. I don't know. But originally, originally. it was a long time ago. They yes. changed the recipe. But that was before untapped existed. Originally. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. On the label it says, during a fierce storm on the voyage across the ocean, William Rahr yelled, roll on old sea. And when the storm clouds have destroyed themselves... We will still be standing and drinking. To commemorate this voyage, we create an India Pale Ale with a touch of German influence. So it's a German-English-American IPA. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. See, I'm trying to see. It doesn't have a ABV on the label anywhere. So Go uh, Texan. Untapped says 6.8%. 
So a little uh, higher than the others. This is uh, pretty hazy. Six eight. Dang. Yeah, when, pretty pretty hazy. Uh, more yeah. golden, dark golden. Um, yeah, it is pretty hazy. Tiny bubbles. Are you getting something weird, Fredo? Multi backbone ish. I'll tell you what yeah. I think I'm picking up, which is probably not close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wait, hang on. It's a shame. I really like this beer. Don't say it. Wait. I'm not. That's why I looked confused and reached for samples glass before I shouted. I'm not picking up anything. Travis, did you use the same bottle I used or a different one? No. I poured mine and handed it to Sawyer. Okay. Let me smell yours. I'm not really picking up anything odd or out of the ordinary. Yeah, mine's kind of strange, too. It's the same. Is this different? Yeah. I would like to Is smell. Oh, no, you got their <laughs> bottle, right? Yeah. I got the. I got some weird one, too. The two bottles were right next know. to each other at Total Wine. It, they smell similar to me. Remember, you've had foul bottle from well, right. a six-pack that came together. Yeah. I get something weird in Fratto's, but not Eddie's. Yeah. Travis, let me see yours. I get the same aroma as Sawyer, so I don't, I don't know. Just be careful passing them all these things around. With all this electronics? Yeah, we don't want anything, anything bad. We don't want to go from stereo to mono. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Something's like... Can I say what I smell? Yeah. Yes. Green beans. <laughs> really? yeah. Old speckled hen. Old speck. I smell old speckled hen. I smell. I, I smell cinnamon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was getting too. Yeah. Something sweet. Yeah, it's like. I, I, okay, I kind of get the green beans thing Fred was talking about, but not totally. It's kind of chalky. Have you ever eaten chalk before? Yeah. Dr. Chip has. Yeah. Does that make sense? The chalky. We did not check the explicit box. Yes. Oh, you said chalk. Chalk. Oh, sorry. What did you think I said? Oh. I'm getting a fairly. Uh, I'm getting a malty aroma. See, yours tasted different, Travis. Yeah. Than it did than ours. I don't know. It's really strange. I get I get malt. Me did, too. So, uh, sample, you poured mine, right? Yeah. Because this kind of transformed into my favorite beer from I, them for a little while. Yeah, I love this beer, but this is not what I'm used to drinking. This is actually what I remember drinking the other day when we were at the brewery. Well, we got this bottle. Okay, my bottle tastes fine. It's, yeah, mine does too. It has the... Uh, Here, Travis, taste taste mine. Eddie, do you want to try mine? Only if you try mine. All right. Okay. okay. Watch it. Oh, no! Sit. <laughs> oh, <Oops. laughs> really? <sighs> There's definitely something off about that bottle. Yep. Oh yeah, that's not as sweet. It's like not real... as sweet. No, y'all just like way more tame in that department. I feel like mine's sweeter. I, more I bitter, so. more stringent. Do you get the chalkiness? Yeah, yeah. That's really weird. There's something up with that one. Green beans. And but see, remember, this is not this is not necessarily an uncommon thing to happen because when we had the Baba Black Sheep. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it, it has happened before. It just I love this beer, and this is not. Yeah, this is not right. So I don't, I don't want to trounce it because I know it's a good beer. Yeah, I don't think it tastes bad because the one in my glass I'm drinking, I'm thinking, okay, this is a pretty nice example of an English IPA. Yeah, because it's uh, fairly well balanced between hops and malt, and has the nice grassy, earthy hop flavor that I'm looking for. Yeah, Um, fair bit of sweetness, but it's 
not over the top. This is probably my favorite English IPA of the day so far. I would have to agree. The one in my glass, anyway. I was expecting it to be that. It's not. The one that's not green bean flavored chalk. <laughs> yeah, I like I said, I got the same pour as you guys. Yeah. I don't get that. Do they have the same batch number or something on the... Um, let me see. I didn't even see a batch number anywhere. I think it's kind of... They used to label the darks. 04216. Does somebody have the other bottle? It says 04216-1413. I guess that's a time. 14 colon 13. Where are you seeing that? It's on the neck. It's really faint, though. I can't see anything on this. Yeah, let me see. Hey, what, watch out! Stand out! Again. <laughs> Man, y'all are drunk. Yep, 04216-1413. So are you, why are you texting me? Same I'm batch. I'm sitting right here. No, I was sending you a link to look at later. Oh, okay. Same batch. So maybe there's something wrong with the bottle. Yeah. I don't know. I had this last week. <laughs> yeah. 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 This was great. This is great. Yeah. It's fine to me. Yeah. I like this beer. God, that's strange. I'm going to pound the crap out of it. Yeah. yeah. I already did. Boots and kicks into boots. Five pounds of LD writing. <laughs> Four. Ten. Uh, five and a half. Mine's a seven. I was expecting more like eight. Normally, I, I'm, I'm just going to say what I normally would say for this beer, and that would be a 7 or an 8. Yeah. That's a 7. <laughs> <laughs> then fine, I will say 8 as I try and ate this. <laughs> yeah, he ate it all right. He done ate it real good. Why is 7 afraid of 9? Oh! He's 7, 8, 9. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what I would normally say about that beer is... <laughs> That it's got a, a really good malty backbone with, you know, earthy, uh, grassy hops with a little bit of citrus, mm-hmm. uh, not overly dry, uh, you know, really well balanced, good flavor. It's a fantastic beer. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. Pretty I'm- sure they won some awards with that one too, haven't they? I think so. We didn't say anything on the bottle, but I'm pretty sure they have. Don't remember. It is safe to say they have won some awards on a beer. <laughs> anyway. Well, cool. Let's uh, move on, yeah? All right. Sure. What's next? Next up is from Revolver Brewing, which I guess is not craft anymore, according to Travis. But it's their Ironhead IPA. Not uh, according to me, according to the <laughs> Brewers Association, who post the guidelines for being craft brewers. Well, you're going to get rid of your hat Can't, because it's not craft anymore. Did so. anyone yes? pick up the Sidewinder? Uh, <laughs> this reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. <laughs> I hope not, because this is supposed to be an English IPA. No, I did not pick up the Sidewinder. Oh. So, oh. <laughs> anyway, so this is the... <laughs> like a, a four and one six and a half percent abv uh, the bottle says centennial citra apollo and sapphire hops combined to give this ipa an assertive bitterness that is balanced with the bright citrus hop flavor and aroma so with centennial citra and the words bright citrus hop flavor i'm kind of questioning this english is IPA. it pronounced sapphire S A P H I R. It's it's the same as sapphire. Is just it pronounced the e. sapphire? 
I don't know. It could be safer. The word sapphire has what two R's and an E on the end. Well, that's the. I don't know. When I see that, I think sapphire. So that's what I'm going to say. But whatever, it doesn't really matter. America, Bruce Styles. More questions than answers. Yeah. Not always. So, um, Untapped calls this an American, but when I looked it up on Beer Advocate, it called it an English, and the label at Total Wine also called it an English. So I guess we will taste it and and see where it falls mine's pretty clear slight haze mine is super clear um, yep super clear it's yellow yeah i would say yellow yeah sunlight versus studio light i get a lot of versus uh, pedialyte <laughs> <laughs> sorry get Ooh. a lot of citrusy hop <laughs> if someone were to ask me this morning um on this podcast, do you think someone will say the word Pedialyte? I would have said <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, I would be wrong. Then you realize there are people like Chris Sample. <sighs> They're a part of this podcast. Do, do you I, like Pedialyte? The beer. After a, a long Ooh. night of drinking, yes. There's a I fairly think, hoppy aroma on this one. Yes. That has not been present in the other ones. No. Well, yeah. I, I still get know. some, not some like caramely multi notes in the aroma, too. The Goose Island had, had a pretty hoppy aroma. Goose? Yeah. So, are we discussing Sapphire because it's on here? Yes. Like, I'm getting hints of touches of dankness. Mm-hmm. I am, too. Would that be the Citra? Yeah, I think that would lead to it. I don't know much about Sapphire. Well, neither did I, so I just Googled it, and it's a Haller Tower clone oh so it's a german okay hop so that's there's a neutral a, there's one. a german influence. so we have german <laughs> no that was on the storm cloud <laughs> centennial citra apollo so this this english ipa has a lot of american and german hops in it hmm. well in the flavor i do get some some dirty earthy notes yeah it's not it's not like upfront citrus and pine like you would expect out of an American IPA. Uh, I right away I got citrus. Whenever I I, uh, I smelled it, it, it was citrus. But yeah, I, I think there's yes, it's there. But I think the level is not nearly what an American example would have. I'm snowing the sniffing part, so let me taste it so I can see if there's anything <laughs> English I'm or British about that. Kind of on the same page on this one as I was on the Goose Island. Where I wouldn't really be able to tell you if it's English or American. So maybe not. Well, no, the, I, I would say American over English. Not the level uh, would be American, but still the type of hops and the type of aromas that you're getting would be right. on the American side of things. Way on the American side. Yeah. I. There's nothing English about this. Well, there's a, a good malty backbone there, and I think sure, but kind of the the difference between American and English would be the level of hop flavor i think it's more subdued in english just by the the nature of the hops usually uh-huh. that are used it's not going to be as bright so i think you can still get an english style ipa using american hops if it's not as bright and like punch in the face okay citrus and pine and i think that's kind of where they were going with this one i'd say the hop aroma on this is definitely really bright though yeah I hardly get any malty backbone in this one. I, I get a hair. I get some caramel, 
some it's significant got, caramel. It's yeah. got enough not to use the word crisp. I might, but anywhere beyond that, I would be a lot easier to con- to be convinced on on calling this an American pale ale than an American IPA. So see how your confusion is between IPA and pale ale, and not between American and English. Well, because the the hop profile is not as upfront as I would expect out of an American IPA. It's not a punch in the face. But it uses a bunch of American Super C hops and right. then one German clone hop. And Which is why I was saying I would be a lot more likely to be convinced that this is an American pale ale, not an American IPA. Yeah. And because the level like of hop is not is not where I would want an IPA to be. Okay. So, that's you know, whether or not I'd call it English, eh, probably not. Yeah. Well, this is a fine beer, and it... I'm it is a good beer. It, it, because it, it tastes has fantastic. No on this podcast anymore. It tastes great. So I just don't think it's an English. Care of it handily. <laughs> you think this is a podcast? I won't talk again. I would venture a guess that this is a Americanized version of an English IPA. Yeah, but, but that's very, what an American IPA is. <laughs> very Americanized. <laughs> very Americanized. Yeah. So the definition of American IPA. Merka, probability <laughs> rating. <laughs> Six. This is a five for me. Four. Pretty high, actually. I'm seven or eight. This one yeah, again. I was gonna say seven. Yeah. This is a good beer. I like it. I have I no qualms with this beer. It's just not in the style. Don't know that I've ever had I'm this one. I'm the one who doesn't really care to tell you about a style. I have not had this one, but I like it a lot. Where's my phone? I can't check wow. in my beer or buy my alto clarinet. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, the, it, the hop levels on IPAs are usually will hold me back from pounding them. Hmm. Uh, and this same sense. I mean, you guys know my poundability is usually pretty high. But for the IPAs, it's not. No. I, I <laughs> like IPAs. I just can't pound them. Yeah. Poundability at 10. See, the IPA is kind of my... I've been outside in the heat working all day and I need something refreshing. And it's very easy for me to pound them. Yeah, I just do an international dark lager for that. I'm gonna pound the crap out of it. Your Negro Modelo, you that know or Shiner. That means that in my mind, Untapped was more accurate than the other site. Beer Advocate. Yeah, sorry, that's an old rate beer habit. The other that's site, the other, right? The other site. We don't talk about such things. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm pretty sure Rate Beer called it uh, English, also. Maybe, but I didn't check it, and yeah. it's called the other site gotcha no our rate beer just says IPA oh okay they're less uh, specific yeah but we have two more to try and yep. some homebrew so mm-hmm. let's skedaddle right. skedaddle spell it skedaddle S- okay play the music let's go to break so our next one is uh, 10 and 6 by Rabbit Hole uh, their story or summary in the back is kind of weird. So I don't know if I feel like reading it. Does someone else want to read it? I'll read it. It sounds weird. When the Mad Hatter put a price on his hat, he decided on, as he was wont to do, a rich price indeed. Ten shillings and six pence when he created our ten and six pale ale in the Hatter's honor. We wanted it to be eminently affordable by today's standards, yet quite rich in a flavor. A traditional hoppy English pale ale. Verily, comma, we are proud to say that it is a delectable treat for the senses. 
So much so that you just might think that it's fit for a king. So it says well pale but there's a story behind that. There is that is very well read. I kind of read it like that. <laughs> I used to read stories to elementary school children. <laughs> but the, this was so very worded so weird. Comma. <laughs> Lee, come on, get your adverbs, man. Verily, verily, I say unto thee. Anyway, uh, it says after your nine to five, have a ten and six. I like that phrase a whole lot. Yep, yeah. that's fantastic. So uh, this <laughs> is. Also, this is really murky. It's tremendous. Yeah, Super murky. It's pretty. Uh, but it actually cloudy. smells. Murky is kind of negative. I'd say cloudy. Okay, it's cloudy. It's got this some, one, some floaties. Smells yeah. exactly like the Samuel Smith, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of caramel. I, I wouldn't say licorice. Didn't you say that for Samuel Smith? Yeah, I wouldn't say licorice either, but it smells really, really close. To like that. a rich, bready, malty aroma. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. In the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Smells fantastic. Yeah, it I don't tastes get, even better. I don't get the licorice as, as much as I did in the Samuel's. It's tremendous. Hop aroma is pretty subdued. Kind of. I mean, it's. I don't know. I'd, I'd say there's a lot of hop aroma there, but it's not the hop aroma that you were smelling for. Okay. Mm-hmm. These aren't the hops you're smelling for. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the. Uh, I guess we should mention the story because this says English Pale Ale, but they originally called this an IPA and got a bunch of flack from people that were drinking it because they were expecting an American IPA, correct? Uh, Yeah. Okay. People will see, okay, it's a Texas brewery. It's an IPA. Well, this is going to be like super piney and resiny and what I expect from an IPA, but they didn't realize that English IPA is a completely separate style. And so, to avoid consumer confusion, they uh, completely removed IPA from the label. Now it's English Pale Ale, so it's an EPA, which caused a different confusion on the Power Hour episode when I was like, "Oh, good, English Pale Ale. I like this beer, and if it's an English Pale Ale, it must only be four or five percent." And I drank six six percent beers in one hour, just sitting here. <laughs> How were you feeling at the end of that, by the way? Oh, I felt great. And then I went home, and that didn't feel so fine. Like <laughs> I feel hours. fine. <laughs> two hours later, it was like, oh, no. It all hit you? Yeah, what did I do with my life? <laughs> I got a music degree. Oh, God. So there's lots of beer involved with that, too. <laughs> yes, but anyway, that's true. Uh, so onto the flavor. The flavor's pretty good. It definitely got the malty backbone uh, that we've been discussing uh, with recent beers. Um, it's pretty carbonated. I get a carbonic bite going. I do too. Okay, this one I would definitely 100% say it's an English IPA. Yeah. I would not confuse it for American. Agreed. It's too it's too sweet to <coughs> to confuse and it. And it's dirty. Yeah. 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 It's very dirty. Mm, dirty. Rich bready profile <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So I I think this is a great example. The sweet yeah. is only there to take your Self away from the fact that it tastes like biting into an oak tree. I've never bitten into an oak tree. I have oh, you missing out. <laughs> okay. You got wood in your mouth? No. Taste Eddie's wood. <laughs> never had wood in my mouth either. I've never tried to taste wood. Oh! oh consistency. I like <laughs> it. Okay. I can't lie. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to call myself a liar. Oh, oh, okay. What? what? So That's, across the table, we're not. Uh, 
I've know? never eaten wood either. What? What did uh, that come from? I don't know. It, what was you, the connotation? You called of yourself that? a liar. Context. Yes. <laughs> 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 what on earth was that? <laughs> apparently, that was me. Everybody thinks it's Kirk, but apparently, that was me. No, it was. Anyway. Hey yo. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, I am. I am. <laughs> At least AO makes more sense. AO, <laughs> Kool Aid. Anyway, so back to this. Yeah, mine's padded. Poundability um, rating? Yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorites today. My poundability rating. Mine's been gone for so long. This is I don't a really solid know. eight. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Do you like it better than the Samuel Smith? I do. Interesting. I do. That's interesting that you like it better than the one that's actually from England. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm sorry. There was a guy that doesn't like that, and that's probably all me. <laughs> um, I I would <laughs> compare this to the Samuel Smith. It's six and a half for me as far as poundability. Uh, it, that licorice taste that I got in the Samuel Smith, I didn't get in the 10 and 6, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still the same ballpark. Yeah. The yeah, flavor flavor's more present on this one though compared to the Samuel Smith. And this one had to make it. Yeah. yeah, this one had to make it from Justin. The other one had to make it from England on Trent. I I will say five and a half. Um, really, kind of yeah. low. Yeah, it's just the the uh, the carbonic bite kind of does it in for me. A Stop little bit. saying carbonic bite. Good and pour term. your beer into my cup then. No, I'm gonna drink it. Ooh, because I, I, I mean it's a good beer. I just can't drink it fast, quickly. Oh, oh. <laughs> what's that? There's I was trying to read the bottom of the can. I didn't want to dump it over on my lap, <laughs> so I poured it into my glass, and I still missed. Yeah, you still hit my knee, which is a solid two feet away. <laughs> now he has two dollars on his knee. <laughs> no, this can was two dollars. Yeah, the can was two dollars. Two dollars are on my pants. <laughs> Alfredo's so licking, <laughs> trying to lick what's on his knee. That's true. Lick your knees. Well, I was trying to see if there's like a, a date or something, but don't, the don't, bottom don't, of the uh, can. You uh. <laughs> made it. Yeah. Alfredo yeah, just right. licked his knee. I see the year. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the heck was that? that effect worked out really well. Except for it sounded like you put the, the what music from the history behind it. That was. Yeah, it does. That was a. Uh, from uh what was it oh dang oh the cable guy that was the effect from the cable guy <laughs> anyway. it was also the when we were playing at that jazz museum and you were singing Don't you yeah that's from the cable guy <laughs> oh I, that's the whole reason i was doing that must not have paid attention to that movie very but much. he was singing karaoke in the living room he's like <laughs> anyway <laughs> Wow. Can we move on to the next beer? Ding, ding. Yes. And then here we go. Yep. I think and there's a cat toy in my beer. Yeah. Me. No, that didn't work. Uh, Eddie tried to just just use a knife or something. I, I didn't bring it. I didn't and bring we're either. Bach. Uh. <laughs> ah. Ah. Oh, my God. Well, that, no, he that was totally successful. He got it open. He did. Yep. I think it's attached to the bottom. Nope. nope, there it is. Lick it. Does it taste like nitrogen or does bottom. it taste bottom. like bottom? It's like bottom. Bottom. Ball. So uh, this is the uh, Guinness Nitro IPA. 
Um, it is infused with nitrogen for a smooth, balanced finish. Well, the headstand definitely shows that. <laughs> uh, okay, so here are the hops, and I'm going to mispronounce a couple of these, I'm sure. Uh, Admiral. That's that's English. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sel- <laughs> s- I give it like six warning throws. Uh, Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. I was about to ask if there's a cat toy in there. Um, Celia? Celia? Oh, see, that's the other one that I just said Celia for. That was in uh, Goose Island also. Celia. Topaz, Challenger, and Cascade. Comradery. So there we go. Comradery. Comradery. <laughs> and Justin, Justin is on the show with yeah, from last week. Oh, that's funny. All right. This is also a 5.8% ABV, 11.2 fluid ounces. So, no, it's not a 12 ouncer. And uh, it says created with passion by Luis Ortega. So, Luis? Who's uh, Luis Ortega? Luis Ortega? In- India Pale Ale created with passion by Luis Ortega. So, Luis or Luis? Luis. I, I just got a couch made by a Lewis. <laughs> no, it's not spelled that way because there's an O in that, okay. isn't there? Yeah, there yeah. is. Um, As I drew is. It uh, says, a group of enterprising brewers on a quest to explore new recipes, reinterpret old ones, and collaborate freely to bring exciting beers to life. So... A Hispanic Englishman has created an English IPA for us. Yeah. Okay. With nitrogen. Right. And a cat toy that Eddie totally hit sample in the face. Yeah. With. <laughs> so right. if you no, it hit my shoulder. Oh, okay. <laughs> From my view, it hit you in the forehead, and it was just the five head, and it was just done. He didn't quite make it to his five head. It's like putting the whole bag of warheads <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> so if you back. <laughs> to our, our Irish stout episode, we featured several beers that were on nitrogen. Yes. And we talked about how that uh, compared to carbon dioxide uh, carbonation really affects things. And so this would be a English IPA. But it is on nitrogen. Yeah. I remember I hated that episode. Which makes it very much like like a creamy, like a creaminess. The head itself is also very creamy and smooth. It's doing a nice headstand. Dude, this smells like Lemon Pledge. No. What? We used to see this Not a lot pledge. on... Like, like a cleaning... No, I don't get that solvent. at all. This was a lot of stouts really and porters that would do this, but I've seen yeah. that Jekylls lately, they've been putting a lot more IPAs on... On nitro. Yeah, that's been a trend that I haven't really enjoyed as oh. much. Pinal. That green bucket, green jug. Pine sol. Pine sol. There you go. Fabulosa. Yeah, fabulosa. There you go. <laughs> no, that, that big green jug. That's what this smells like. Not as clear. I'm mean, Very dark mm-hmm. compared to the other ones. pretty rough. Way to go, Guinness. Tight. Oh. Only 250 calories. <laughs> That's like I a, looked and looked all over that bathroom for a Guinness anything. And it was all just Deschutes mirrors. That was it. This doesn't taste very good. Hmm. This is yeah, I get some citrus aroma. You say it, it doesn't taste very no, good. No, it's it's got that creamy feel like, to it, but that doesn't That's mouthfeel, not flavor. I know. That's <laughs> why I said creamy feel. Uh but it, <laughs> it it's not right. <laughs> that I don't think it goes with this style. I've had nitro IPAs before. 
and it's definitely different. I wouldn't say it's wrong. I don't like it. I, I think, think the, the flavor's pretty good. When you get a bad IPA and you put it on nitro, I think it probably, you know, makes the nitro seem bad, too. <laughs> well, it's I, not the nitro. It's just... First of all, I'm not a big fan of Guinness. Yeah. So... I'm not either. Guinness I, I mean, makes I, one good beer. The extra stout. Yeah. This not, one, I don't hate. I, I kind of like it. The flavor of it's pretty good. Does the nitro add or detract from the overall... Detract, detract, definitely. See, I I was going to say it adds, it probably distracts me from any weird flavors I might get. You know, I don't don't like it either. It makes it more drinkable, you're right. Yeah. It does make it more drinkable, but I think it takes away from the flavor. Yes, I agree. It just tastes like bad water. Because it doesn't have like the overall like hoppy presentation that it would have had with just a normal carbon dioxide. Right. This might be one of those that I would suggest to somebody if they want to try an IPA. Oh. Though I disagree. Like entry level. I would because go, it's not really up front. No, I, I disagree. I would go with a hoppier pale ale. Well, see, here's here's kind of what I'm looking at. Look at the beers that we've had today. The Sam oh. Smith, the Goose Island, the RAR, the Revolver, the 10 and 6. This is... When you, when you compare it to those other ones, no, it's not very oh, good. This is disgusting. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible. Some Something <laughs> that smells bad. Yeah, sorry, guys. I, I, I just would never drink this again. In much more relevant. You know, you had the same beer. conversation. I actually won the Irish Alto Clarendon. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I hated it, like, too. Like, word for word. <laughs> what did you say, Fredo? In much more relevant news than this bad beer. I just won that alto clarinet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was nice. really excited about 30 seconds ago, and now I'm a little scared. Because you just spent $200? Because I just spent $200 on an alto clarinet. And this is, why I, this is why I haven't bought an Apple Watch yet. I don't want to spend. I don't know if I want to spend the money. <laughs> it's worth it. Anyways. Well, here's hoping it turns out better than Nitro Guinness IPA. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Those girls are really excited. <laughs> they are. Alto <laughs> clarinet that, is making a comeback. Or scared. One of the two. It's all right. Marcus used one, the two or three in their marching show. Yeah. Or, yeah Altos? Yeah, they, a had, they had a low woodwind wait, choir. Wait, wait, wait. They have... <laughs> I know that's way yeah. off topic, but still, somebody owned enough alto clarinets to put three on a marching field? Mm-hmm. Anyway. The, yeah. yeah the, I, Poundability. Zero. Uh, Zero. Four? <laughs> negative two? pie. I, I literally feel like I'm drinking dirty pie. water. Pie is yeah. never negative, sir. The nitro makes this way smoother. I'm yes. going to put this in eight. It does uh, make it yeah. smoother, but it makes the not-so-good taste smoother. It brings I'm, it from Travis, a okay. um, Well, he, here's my issue. I, it kills I feel, the flavor. Yeah, the, the IPA bite that I'm supposed to get, that creaminess takes away. You're right. So Let's it, test it out. It just... So this is not oh. an IPA. It just, it just tastes wrong. I, it's, yeah, it's also hard to chug because that's, half no, the glass, that's easy. No, I, look, you, know. you didn't chug half the beer; it's still stuck to the side of your cup because it's nice. <laughs> that was easy. I'm going to go with Travis on this an eight. I'm going to say it's two. The poundability. I'm not talking about flavor ranking. I know the poundability of it is an eight. I can't yes. drink it that fast because of the creamy feel. Feel <laughs> so just the the overall. Taste and feel uh, kind of makes me gag, so I, I I wouldn't be able to pound. Me this. too. 
pay yeah. now. <laughs> exactly, Sarah. Exactly. Well, we have a couple of uh, homebrew examples. Yes. That um, are a complete mystery. They've been in the fridge for a long time, but we're pretty sure they're English IPA examples. And they weren't in the freezer for too long. No. <laughs> well, they're uh, fortunately from Blue Bonnet, right? Blue Bonnet of last year. Well, this year. Oh, yes. It's still the same year. Yes. Yeah. So, so, March, it's now October, six months ago. Yeah. So, let's see what we got. If you remember, we uh, several several episodes ago, we had uh, a mixed bag of mystery homebrew. It was beer that, roulette. Uh, yeah, that, that Chris bought, tricks. or he brought back from a, uh, a meeting, and they said it was leftover beer from Blue Bonnet. So, that would have been from March. Yep. And we kind of went through some of them, and then we forgot about it to be honest <laughs> and then uh we realized that we had two examples left and we're pretty sure both of them are english ipas yes because it was they were grouped together the ones we had before some of them are labeled they said english ipa so we're gonna guess these are also so we have two uh, single bottle homebrew examples english ipa from the blue bonnet homebrew festival which at this point was seven months ago and since the fact that we have bottles means they did not get pushed to the next round. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So expect them to not be classic examples or uh, expect them to have a flaw. Yeah. Yeah, this is a dark gold colored example. It's. Um, I would say it's more on par with the Sam Smith than the others. The others were kind of lighter. Yeah. Yeah. They're. I mean, it's pretty cloudy. Mine is pretty clear. Mine's I clear. Had the, I had the top oh. pour. Yep. I got the bottom. I bottom, bottom, bottom. Also, bottom, bottom. bottom. In the aroma, bottom. Bottom. I get some of that cinnamon that I got uh, in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? I taste cinnamon. I just get cinnamon. <laughs> Ooh, this the, is the Goose Island. Was it the Goose Island that I mentioned that? Uh, One of those, maybe. Uh, I think I get some of that cinnamon-ish. Kind of a, a dull aroma. I'm getting something tart, like a lemon. Oh, we're all we're all across the board here. Y'all all need to drink this now. And don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. What the heck? Just drink it. it Are you is, sure I can't say it? It, it <laughs> is so freaking... This is not an English IPA. Sour. Nope. I wouldn't okay. say so freaking sour, but it's not an Well, English in IPA. comparison to an English IPA... No, no, Mr. Superman. <laughs> it's pretty sour. This is not an English IPA. No. Not even close. Nope. This is like a Berliner Weiss sour. Anyways, let's see what Aunt Sally tastes like. <clears throat> it was uh, about as sour as she was. Yeah. Oh, Aunt Sally. It's not bad. Yeah, this yeah, is not is. the right style. No. No, if it was entered as an English IPA, yeah, this is terrible. Yeah. First off, it's yeah, bad. That's what I'm saying. Then after the style, it's, it's even worse. No, yeah. just, as a sour, if that's what it was entered as, then... Then it's bad. It's not terrible. Yeah. That's right. Bad is better than terrible. Mm. Not terrible. Mm. It's also not purple. <laughs> I Purple. I like it. It's, yeah, it's fine. No, not yeah. an English IPA. Good beer, but ooh. All right, so let's hope the next one's actually yeah, an English so, IPA. Uh, oops, about that one? <laughs> well, so, for beer roulette... We just shot ourselves in the face. Not what we wanted. Hopefully so. today was more informational. <laughs> so let's open up the next one. Hi. Welcome to Brew Styles. <laughs> My name is Eddie. My name and is I'm Travis. S- I'm Sawyer. This is Eddie. 
<laughs> anyway, so we have one more beer from our beer roulette box. Yay. Hopefully this one is not sour. <laughs> and actually an English IPA. We'll see. That was a shock. I, I got the Yeah, I got the the very bottom of this, so I'm not gonna talk. <laughs> Mine is a very light golden color. Very clear. See. You might still be able to talk about I have floaties. Uh, mine's really clear. Mine is not. I have a couple floaties, but not a lot. <clears throat> oh, it smells yeah. kind of strange. It smells like Sprite or 7-Up. No, it doesn't smell like that at all. It smells like burnt coffee. What? What beer are you drinking? I don't know. Do you have that Guinness one again? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it smells like burnt coffee. Do you have burnt coffee? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless burnt coffee is yellow. I've I've smelled something. Depends on whether it was light roast or not. I'm getting diacetyl on the flavor. I haven't drank it yet. Yeah, me either. I'm still on the sniffing part. That's okay. You'll move on and you'll get diacetyl on the flavor. <laughs> diacetyl. <laughs> That's a very bold butter. statement. Butter. It's, I no. think this is the first time I taste butter in a beer. I kind of get that. I don't get Ooh, butter. yeah, this tastes like legal draft. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hold on, let me taste yours because mine doesn't Shots taste like that. fired. Hey, dang it. <laughs> Thanks for taking such a big sip. Pinky out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something weird about that. Let me taste yours. Hold on, because I don't get that. <laughs> no, the bottom is better. <laughs> bottom. If Ooh, only it slightly. Is a drop. Well, it's got a little bit of... That's got a little breadiness to it that kind yeah. of covers up the I, other stuff. The yeastiness mm-hmm. at the bottom of the bottle is oh, better than whatever that not was. Not the first time I've done that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> However, English IPA, eh, no. Not even, no. sorry. No, no form of IPA. What would this? you guess this is? Uh, I have no clue. Cream ale. Steam beer. Maybe. You know, I was thinking cream ale as well. California Common. Hmm. Yeah, it's... Not a whole lot going on. Maybe a really bad example of a blonde. Yeah, like a a low alcohol, like no hop character beer. Yeah, it's yeah. Now I know Eddie. As much as you said the the Guinness Nitro IPA was dirty water, I think this one is more dirty water than that one was. That the Guinness at least had some flavor. This is dirty water. Don't hurt yourself, Dan. So that's no, this is cleaner, unfiltered water. The other one's dirty water. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway, well, yep. you know, this was so I guess that both of them were English IPAs, and I was horribly wrong on both. Yeah, <laughs> but on the bright side, we now got rid of two beers out of your fridge. Yeah. so you may as well have pulled one of the Ozapt beers out and said, it's- "This is an English IPA." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's what you get when you play beer roulette. Sometimes you win. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes you lose. You What's that say? Oh, James' competition room. Do not drink. James's competition. What? Bots? But, uh, Boots? Uh, <laughs> Boots? It's pronounced ruts. Beers? Do not drink. It says do not drink and we're drinking. Yes. Thank you for joining us on our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the English IPA. Join us next week. When we explore Iron Mash. <laughs> Cheers until then. Saw dude. Bye. Saw dude. Iron Mash. Saw dude. Iron Mash.